go out to LA. Somebody need to do a song for LA. Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. This is Los Angeles. Well, where we going? Westward, ho. All right, so, yo, like, fuck that shit. I need to sit. Man, I need to sit down. So, this week, all right, so, you know, last week episode was was a bit emotional, and I got a lot of love and responses from it. A shout-out to the people that actually reached out. And let me say something. Nine times out of ten, when I record an episode like that, that's when it, it like happened that day, you know, meaning everything that was building up, uh, exploding, taking over, whatever, everything was building up. I dropped the episode, I mean, not dropped the episode, but I recorded the episode that day because I wanted the raw emotions to come from the experience. This didn't, you know, that episode wasn't created uh, you know, weeks after the event or anything like that it happened that day. But I got to say, I got to give a shout out. You know what I'm saying? LJ, my boy LJ checked on me. You know, Delvin Cox always check on me. My boy Hype, Hype in the building, OLF podcast, way up in Philly. The nigga called me though, you know, and, and it's not taken away from anybody that sent me a DM, that sent me a text message. The nigga called me. <laughs> he, call, he called me. And, and, and just to say to those brothers, um, like, you know, everything is good. You, but it's still good to check on, check on people. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I, I heard your show. I heard what's going on. I know this is my experience. This is what I, this is what, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, that's love right there. And I told him that. I said, that's love. Um, yeah, a lot happened. Now, after that week, I'm good, right? Until Wednesday came. This Wednesday, this past Wednesday, uh, my sleep paralysis said, you know what? I'm back, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out. I'm back. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if, I know I had an episode on this. I had a full-on episode about my sleep paralysis and what it, how long I've had it, uh, what comes of it, ex- my experience with it, difficulty dealing with it, the whole nine or whatever. So I went to the gym early that morning. I'm in the gym about five something in the morning. I leave, come to work early to take a nap as usual. I take a nap and I can feel it sitting in. So to give you an example of how it feels when it's setting in, um, it feels like, like you can literally feel the energy of your, like everything in your body, everything is just shutting down, shutting down. And that's when, you know, I knew I was like, oh, that shit is back now. Cause I could feel it. I could feel it. And basically what it is, a lot of people have their myth, uh, about, um, you know, what sleep paralysis is. A lot of people don't even know what the shit is, the cold part about it. They don't really know what it is. But um, I basically felt it coming on. And, you know, like I said, back in the day, I used to be scared of it. I used to be worried. Um, 
and I didn't know how to handle it. So I used to avoid going to sleep, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, which I still do now. I still avoid going to sleep sometimes because I just don't feel like dealing with it. But I'm no longer like really scared of it. Although at times I will, um, you know, it, it would bother me. It would bother me. But getting back to it, uh, I felt it coming on. Right. And feeling it coming on, I, um, I, um, I just went to sleep. I went to sleep and I was cool. I was, I was cool sleep. But when that sleep paralysis kick in, it's a whole totally different sleep. Like you don't, you know how some people say you can control your dreams. Some people don't control their dreams. Some people say you can't control your dreams and shit like that. And your sleep paralysis is, first of all, it's not a dream. It's just a semi nightmare that you're living in. So whatever images that you see before you go to sleep, um, that's basically what you're going to see, but in a more, uh, I would say dull, scarier scene, like a filter. It's like, it's like if you in your room and the last thing that you seen was the hallway light and you see a hallway and it was lit up and it was beautiful, whatever the case may be, I don't know what you got in your hallway, nigga, but when you fall asleep and that sleep paralysis kick in, you see that same image, but it's like some walking dead shit. Not saying that you see zombies or anything like that, but if your mind goes that, cause I, I say it's a form of hallucination as well. Uh, studies say that you're in a whole totally different realm or whatever between sleep and some shit or some other shit, but you just far off and your muscles relax. So, um, I've learned throughout the years as a young person, to kick out of it and things like that. And it's very, I'm talking about it's very difficult. And I had my wife experienced a little bit of it, of me like trying to say something and moving a little bit. So I'm not, I don't know how it looks from the outside. Cause I've never seen any, I've never met anybody else in person that has this shit, but, but a fellow podcaster, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to, shout out to, uh, shout out to my boy, Dan, um, you know, he got uh, from a few screws loose podcasts. Um, he he seen it and he replied and he said he goes through that shit. I'm not sure if he goes through it as much as I do, but I definitely uh, experience it a lot. Like it's it's something where um, it's, it's something where uh, I experience. Like I ain't gonna say like I can't really guess how much a year but i just know is it's often it's often but it's times where i've i've gone a few weeks or a few months without uh you know it's set setting in um but getting back to wednesday i you know i, I lean my seat back i have my pillow i bring my overnight stuff because i do overnights as well so i got my sleep stuff and i'm just i'm laying back and so i put my i put my robe over i had a robe and uh, I put my robe over my face because, you know, I sleep with my mouth open. Pause if, if pause is needed. But, you know, niggas, you know, you sleeping good. Your mouth be open, drooling and shit like that. And I'm in a parking structure, underground parking structure. Well, it's ground level, but, you know, it's under the, uh, the, the, the apartment complex. So you can just imagine that it's 530, close to six o'clock in the morning. It's still dark. You know, fall is coming. So it's. It's still a little dark, you know what I'm saying, and a little gloomy. And I'm laying back, and and I know it kicks in, but I'm like used to it. Like I said, I'm used to it at this point. And um, 
for some reason, and this is how that shit works, like hallucinating. I've always I've always said that some of this shit comes from me being a creative person in my head. So people are getting up at the time that I'm taking this nap. People are getting up to go to work, to drop their kids off at school, you know, whatever. They're getting their day started early. So I can see people walking through cars to get to their car, etc. I lay back, I fall asleep, and then the first thing that pops up in my head is people walking through. So they're walking past me. I don't have any tents on my windows. I need that shit. I need the tent and I need the shit that goes across the, the windshield cover. So I could really get sleep. I get naked in my car and go to sleep. I might can get arrested. I might get arrested for that. So scratch that. I can't even edit this. Um, so I need that. So you can see through all my windows, all of them knocked out. So that's why I usually put, which is dangerous. You know, I lock myself in a car so nobody can just open up the door, take my phone, keys, wallet or whatever. Um, I lock myself in, but it's still dangerous because, you know, how many times I've walked past people's cars and they sleep. Some people are homeless and sleep in their cars and it's, they have to do that. And I feel bad for them, too. But, you know, how many times I've walked past people's cars and they just knocked out? And, you know, and and, it's, and that's their business. That's their privacy, even though you can see straight through their wind, they windshield or their windows and stuff like that. That's still their privacy. But in this world, the world we live in is so goddamn messed up, which I'm going to get to in a minute. Um, you know, you just need that. You need to protect yourself at all times. So, um, yeah, I start thinking about people walking through. So. Once I fall asleep, mind you, I can hear my surroundings. I can hear what's going on. If you can sit up there and talk to me, I can, I can, my sleep paralysis can set in and you can sit right next to me and talk to me and I can hear everything that you're talking about. I will even respond. You just won't know I'm responding. It's almost like a coma. Oh shit. This is my first time ever thinking of that. It's almost like you're in a coma and I can hear you. You know what I'm saying? I can hear the, the if, if it's a game on in the background, I can hear that shit. Right. But I just can't react to it as if I'm but I'm up. Nigga, let me tell you, it was like four or five dudes that walked past my car. Right. And they all had on Halloween uh, costumes with the mask, but they had on the old school Scary movie, boogeyman costumes, Michael Myers, Freddy, Jason. And I forgot what the other one was like some weird like demon shit, like um, almost like a mixture of uh, chainsaw masker and just like a deformed face or whatever. Real scary shit. Right. So they all walking together and one just noticed that I was in the car asleep. So they thought it would be funny that. If they knock on the window, I pull the roll back, look, see a scary uh, feature. I'm going to go crazy. Ha ha. The joke's on me or whatever. So mind you, all this shit is in my head. This is not real. But in my head, I'm like, I they tap on the window. I'm in the car. <laughs> Dead giveaway. And, you know, they're just, you know how you just put your face up to the windshield so you can be like extra close so you can scare the shit out of them. So I I pull the robe back and I wave my I wave my finger Matumbo style like nah 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 nigga or whatever. But I didn't open up my eyes. So they assume because I didn't open up my eyes that that um I don't know what's going on. So you see how this Pirelli shit working? Like first of all, the characters are not real, right? But I think they're real. 
they think I'm still asleep or like something. So they continue to stay there until I open up my eyes. But I'm waving my finger to tell them, no, I know you're there. Don't that just sound weird? That's sleep paralysis for you. So because I won't open up my eyes, first of all, I can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I, have, I haven't got to the part where I kicked out yet. So because I haven't done that, they just stood there. That's when I got scared. So that's when I came to reality and said, hurry up and get out of this shit. So, you know, I did my thing, you know, I wiggle, wiggle, kick, you know, left, right, left, right, A, B, B, A, select, and I get out of that shit, right? I stood, I stayed up for the rest, and I called my wife, I, you know, every time, but this is crazy when I get to the second story, I call my wife, like, when I'm just scared, because my wife is like super, Superman, Batman, Iron Man, uh, Captain America, all of that shit wrapped in one to me, right? I feel like if she says, like, if she just says, right, okay, you okay? And then I'm good. I'm good. So basically my medicine is my wife. Like, and if I don't get a dose of it, then shit, I don't know. I don't know. But anyhow, I called her, you know what I'm saying? She listened to it. But the thing was, she was having a rough day, rough week. So I put that extra shit on her. Didn't mean to, sorry. I'm saying sorry. When you hear this, I'm saying sorry. And I probably said sorry then, too. Um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. So that happened. Now you fast forward to today. This, is hap this just happened about 30 minutes ago. I'm back in my car, <laughs> but I'm far away from the location where I was at. So I went to go. Somebody had bought a pair of shoes for me. I went to go ship them off. Went around the corner to Costco. To get a snack because I had left the gym. I had a small, very, very small breakfast. What I would eat, what what I wouldn't consider a breakfast because I was still hungry. So I went to Costco, got me a dollar fifty hot dog, uh, drink or whatever, just to have some type of energy. I'm gonna burn that shit off later because I'm gonna do two a days. Um, I'm sitting in the car. I'm sitting in the car, drinking, eating. I look up. And it's a guy walking towards me that's a car away. So I'm facing, you know, nose to nose uh, in the parking lot with another car. So he's coming and he's towards the end of the car, the back of the car. He has a black trench coat on. He has a backpack that looks like it's about to burst open. It's so is whatever he got in there is just a gang of shit or whatever. Um, looking like he travels a lot. So he got a black backpack. That shit is just thick as hell. No problem. Trench coat. All right, it's a little bit hot, you know what I'm saying? Southern California is about 87 degrees, and but we're closer to the water, so we get a little bit of breeze. This nigga got a trench coat on, a black hat, a black dad hat, blonde hair, blue eyes, nothing, still nothing, I'm good. This nigga face, he had the, uh, the Satanic uh, logo on his cheek in red ink, right? First of all, his ink was phenomenal. Like whoever did his tattoos, he paid a lot of money for those tattoos because the details was phenomenal from the color to the structure to the everything. The outline, the tattoos was crisp. That's also the scary part because the because he had a detailed satanic sign on his cheek. Big as hell in red. Right. He also had a rifle. A rifle gun on his forehead, the length of his forehead, 
right? And then on the on the uh, what would be the left side, the left cheek, he has some other shit on there. I can't I can't remember, but I remember his hands on both his both of his hands. He had guns on them on his wrist a little bit too. Now, mind you, he did have a trench coat on, but I want to say like uh, you know, he had a little bit of space that showed his wrist. No watch or nothing like that, but I seen like some tattoo details and then there were some guns. Now, I got scared. That was I haven't been scared. That's probably the most I've been scared because I've I've been in a situation where I've almost lost my life. You know what I'm saying? I can go back to the to the times where I literally, yo, I could have died right there. I could have died right then. This is when, you know, when they say your whole life. So my whole life, I call and this is the crazy part. I didn't even call my wife first. <laughs> I called my wife. Guess who I called? I called this nigga be honest. I don't know why. I want to say because when I wanted to call my wife, which still doesn't make any sense now. Recently, I did talk to be honest on the phone. I talked to my wife majority. Of, I, you know, my wife, that's who I talk to the most, you know, on the phone with. So, um, but sometimes I still got to look for her name because we have different, like, sometimes I call her regular. Sometimes I call her FaceTime. Sometimes I call her FaceTime audio. So there's three different versions of how I talk to her on the phone, literally, right? <laughs> and so I may have been looking for a certain one to call, and but I seen his name, and literally I was so scared that I just called him, and I think I just wanted to, I think I just wanted to talk to somebody, you know what I'm saying? And it's not just anybody, like he is some, per he's a person that. That's cool, and I can guess I can say I, I care for, and I hope that he cares for me. I mean, he does edit my shows. <laughs> Anyhow, I called him and I let him know or whatever, and he said he said something that was so simple that made sense. He said you scared of you. He said you're scared of mass shootings, and I was like, yeah. And I was so frightened, like I was scared, scared, like I was literally frightened. And I get it how people say, well, you know, I froze up. I froze up because I had food in my hand. I had put my seatbelt on because, I, you know, I was going to eat pretty fast. I do relax sometimes and take my time. But this time I was just going to eat and just go. And I always put on my seatbelt just because sometimes I even when I sit in the car, I forget to take my seatbelt off and I have my seatbelt on. Safety first, nigga. Um, I had my seatbelt on and I had the door closed. Um. The, now the car wasn't on. As soon as you turn the car on and you put the you put the car in motion, the door automatically locks. So I'm just chilling. And let me tell you, man, that nigga. And it was a cold stroll. It wasn't like a slow walk. If it would have been a slower walk, anything slower, I had action to get up out of there. But the way he was walking, I didn't have. I probably had enough time to say, "Lord, forgive me," and that was it. Because that nigga was he he wasn't booking, but it was it, it was a cold walk. It was like you know, there's a different walk between Jason and Michael Myers. Like both of them niggas walk slow, but one of them one of them movies, Jason was walking a little too damn fast. I was like, man, that's cheating. You can't, bro. Come on, bro, slow it down. Um, and yeah, man, that nigga walked right past me. He walked right past me, and I took a deep breath. I just. And for some reason, my kids just pop up in my head automatically. When I feel down and I feel bad, I feel scared or something like that, my kids pop up in my head, like my kids and then my wife, you know what I'm saying, life. 
I just reflect or whatever. And I just said, fuck it. And then I, I seen Bianca's name and I just pressed it and I just called him and I just told him. And I was like, nigga, I was scared. Just flat out. I was just nervous. And this is, and I'm like, yo, this is all this. What this means is that I need to sit my ass down. <laughs> Cause I just went on a date with my wife the day before that Thursday. Uh, we went to, you know, a little, uh, Mexican spot over there by the crib and we ate outside chilling. Um, and that felt good because we needed that because we're busy and our, our, our work environment is stressful. Um, having kids, raising them, taking them to events and dealing with a nagging and school and, and all that shit, that shit is stressful. So going on a date with her, it was a, it was a sign of relief and it was just so, oh, it just felt so good. So I'm coming off of a high and we had sex that day too. So, and that shit was fire. Oh my God. I can't share the details on that, but let me just tell you, it, macaroni sound. I mean, <laughs> macaroni, Tony or Taylor. And, um, everything was good. And I got up the next day, which is today, early in the morning. Uh, I mean, I went to work, but you know, after I got off work, went to the gym before I had to go back to work and I'm like, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. How are you? Oh my God. And then sit up in his parking lot and just see this nigga. He had the style. He had the image. He had the aura of a mass shooter. And that's the, and the, and people be like, you know, we live in this world where we be like, and, and we all judge people. And I absolutely judged him. I absolutely judged him by the color of his skin, the clothes he wore and the tattoos, right? Because his tattoos said, fuck everything. I'm about to shoot this bitch up. The nigga had a trip is 80 something degrees out here in Southern California. We're about two miles away from the beach. You have on a trench coat. You have a backpack that's so full it looks like it's about to burst open. If I just point, if I just poke it, it looks like it's about to burst open. You have on a dad's hat, all right. You have blind eyes and you have—I mean, you have blind hair and blue eyes. That's just adding on to the insults. But you have tattoos. Not only do you have tattoos, because I'm around essays all the time that got face tattoos. You know what I'm saying? But the but the, but the, the tattoos that he had, not only. Did he have disturbing tattoos? But they were detailed. Like this shit was good. Like it, it took he, he took time to fuck his shit up. You know what I'm saying? What I mean by that, like I don't I don't I don't understand why people get a lot of tattoos on their face. Shout out to Six Nine. You know what I'm saying? But the nigga had the shit a big ass tattoo, two big ass tattoos on his cheeks, and one big ass tattoo on his forehead, and they were very detailed. Like the rifle had details in the rifle. <sighs> nigga, he walked past me. I thought, I mean, he walked towards me and I thought it was over. I literally thought it was over. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a person that says, you know, everybody has to go at some time. If it's time to go, then it's time to go. Me being a tough guy, big guy about it. That's cool. But in all honesty, no, I want to be, I want to be on this planet as disturbing as this planet is. I want to be here till like 120. I want to experience a lot of shit with my kids, with my family, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I know that. But nigga, let me tell you, I thought it was over that day. <laughs> I thought it was over that day, nigga. Today, today is still the day. Like, it's, it's only 12.51 in the afternoon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, nigga, let me tell you. And then after that, like, because I'm thinking about it too much, like, 
all kind of other shit started to just be off. Like I walked to the store, came back. I didn't have my uh, car keys because I wanted to come back to the car to get something. And I had to walk all the way to the damn to my to my, you know, client's crib to go get my keys because that's where I left them at. And I just had to say, chill out. This is not what you think it is. This is not one of those awkward days where shit is just going to go wrong because that's how it is. You literally left the keys here on purpose because you don't want to have to carry too much shit. And you didn't need the keys because you're not driving. You took a walk. And I just said, all right, calm down. And you know what? I, I Like I said before, this is a form of therapy. So this is what this is me releasing it and getting it out. Um, but yeah, niggas, uh, you know, sleep paralysis and a false, uh, what do I call it? A false mass shooting alarm. For real. And, 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 and look, I want to say I want to apologize to the dude. But with those tattoos, my nigga, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. The 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 type of tattoos that he had, like, I usually say hi to people. You know what I'm saying? The the one major detail that I'm leaving out is that we locked eyes. And I didn't know what was in his hand. That's why I felt like it was over. If he didn't have anything in his hands, I wouldn't care. Because by the time that he goes to reach for something, I'm out of there. But because he was walking so fast and he had something in his hand already, and I seen those tattoos, everything moved so fast, I just said, it's over. And that sent me, and because he walked past me, it just gave me chills. And I just looked in my rear view. After that, I just called be honest. <sighs> so what did we learn today? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what we learned today. All I know is that shit was the past the past three days has been crazy. And the cold and the cold part about it is Thursday was so phenomenal. Thursday was phenomenal, man. It was. Um and I was and I'm and I'm like, yo, in a joking way, I'm like, yo, if this nigga shoot me up right after I left the gym, I'm gonna be so mad. My nigga I just finished working out. These these muscles is freshly pumped right now. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't you're not gonna get these motherfuckers time to go down. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm fresh off of some steel. God, and this nigga want to give me some lead. No, but I'm just gonna say, yeah, it's time for me to sit down. It's like time to sit down with the family, or time to sit down. I don't even want to sit down by my by myself because shit, I sat down by myself and it was a false alarm. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But time to sit down, time to chill, trying to relax. Dispense and Porter fight is tomorrow. We're going to chill with some friends, eat and drink and shit like that. Right around the corner from the crib. You know, we're not driving too far. Um, probably hit the jacuzzi or something like that. And we just going to chill, man. Just going to chill. And that's what we need. I probably need a vacation, probably like a week or something like that. But we'll see. You know, drive down to uh, drive up to Vegas you know, kick it for a few days, bet on some games or some shit like that. But I don't know. Some more sex with the wife. That's always good. That's always Gucci right there. So that's about it, man. I, shit, I see y'all uh, next week, a better week at that, man. <laughs>